welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 74, Count Creepyhead, in the year 2023, all hail Zardoz. The I slept for the <laughs> I am now second? dressed like, I am dressed like Sean Connery in Zardoz. I have leather banana hammock and gun. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to watch it before the week is over. Oh, it's such a bad movie. Get it out of the way. He, that was like a very fun period of Sean Connery's career. Zardoz. He did that movie where he was like a space cop. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Good times. Just I'm remember, like, if you want to be true to Sean Connery while you watch it, make sure to backhand your wife. Hear that, <laughs> Teresa? <laughs> so next week's episode is going to be called I Have a Black Eye, and here's why. <laughs> 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 she would kick my ass. <laughs> um, now, have have any of you actually seen Zardoz? Yes, yes. I've seen okay. Zardoz. The, the only part that sticks with me is the giant stone head yelling, "The gun is good, the penis is evil." Yeah, that's um, the only part that ever sticks in my brain. So I saw Zardoz at the. I, I talk about this probably once or twice a year. <laughs> the <laughs> Rochester, uh, the George Eastman Film Archive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends on the curator. The current curator doesn't do fun stuff, but two or three curators ago, they would just play like awesome cult movies all the time, and they played Zardoz, and I went like blind. Like, I knew was, <laughs> all I knew was that Sean Connery was dressed like uh, Barbarella reject, and then I had to see it, and then I was just like, by the time it was over, I was like, sweet Jesus, what did I just watch? Yep. See, uh, I, I at least didn't go in blind. I I, I knew some some of the the uh insanity i was set up for but damn that's that's a weird friggin movie yeah yeah it is good old zardoz um they should remake it <laughs> see anytime i think of anything it, else all i can ever think of it, it, it is the uh the trailer where it's just constant zardoz 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 <laughs> If they remake it, they need uh, what's the the little dude who does the voice for How to Train Your Dragon? Um, he was in uh, This Is the End. He was in RoboCop, the remake. Oh yeah, um, um, I forget his name, but the little scrawny dude. I love that guy. I know yeah. he should he should be he should be the Sean Connery character. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see him in a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I could just picture him like ah, oh, Zardoz. <laughs> just, it's, uh, it's him or Justin Long, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, no, Justin Long is our, uh, in that role would be freaking amazing. Uh, uh, now, just imagine if they had gone a completely different direction with the original Zardoz and it was John Candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't they, didn't they kind of do that in heavy metal? <laughs> Touche. Tell me more while I get some tissues. How was uh, everybody's break? 
Uh, pretty damn good. Yes, indeedy. How many feet of snow, Mike? Oh, it was bad. Um, in fact, I don't know if I, I... I think I sent you guys the picture, didn't I, of what my, my front yard looked like on Christmas morning? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was... It took me about three hours to uh, dig the back end of my car out that was uh, plowed in because, you know, the plows come down and all that snow gets packed into the driveway. Um, so that was a lot of fun. We did eventually have to call AAA to actually pull my car out because the snow was so high on either side of my car, we couldn't really get enough leverage to get the snow out of the way to actually get the car traction so I could back out. Jesus, uh, that's insane. Yeah. That one it was, time a year where you're like, thank God I paid that $50 for AAA. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, I, I've, I've, I've utilized AAA a few times, and uh, it's one of those services I will always have because yep. of that. Me too. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, they had no problem. They just, you know, came, pulled the car out, and then we finished shoveling the driveway. Because um, Jessica's car was, like, up against the house, like, just completely covered. You couldn't even see it. That's, but, Mike, that's why you have a son. <laughs> you make yourself some hot cocoa, and you sit on the porch, and you throw a snuff, no, uh, snow shovel at him, and... <laughs> and your like, allowance, Junior. There you go, boy. You just you turned eleven. Now it's time to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Caleb! Number Indeed. one super fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty positive I was shoveling at that age. So, oh, I absolutely yeah, I, I was. was. <laughs> um, my dad was a, a huge asshole when it came to shoveling. Like he would, he refused to do it. So, like, as soon as I was old enough to walk, it was, like, my job. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I I pay for a plow now. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be bothered with it. And yeah. my neighbor has a, a snowblower, so I bribe him with cookies every year. So, nice. you know, it's the cookie season. You make, I don't know, maybe I'll make a dozen batches of cookies over the winter. Mm-hmm. He always gets a plate like to, to pay him off, like, to pay the snowblower tax. And all he nice. does is just, like snowblow over his lawn into my driveway and clear out anything that the plow doesn't get and goes back. So um, <laughs> it snowed a lot in Rochester, but because I'm so close to the lake, the wind was blowing north and mm. just blew everything off my lawn. Oh, nice. And like just down the street for everybody. And it took like our garbage cans and our flag. One of our kids. I mean, but you know, <laughs> I live in Texas. But wasn't it cold? Did have like a <laughs> it, windy cold night. It it was it was, and uh, the only reason it was as bad as as it was is because uh, the power went out in our building specifically. Uh, it wasn't even like an Austin wide thing. It was just like an issue with our building's electricity. Mm. Uh, thankfully, thankfully, we were in the half of the people that had their power restored the same day. Yep. Uh, but even still, like it was damn cold that night. Like it was, it was uh, hard to keep the temperature up, which is saying something, right? Because because it was uh, uh, when I say it was frigid for Texas, uh, it was with wind chill. It was like uh, I'm gonna say single digits. Oh damn! Because. Yeah, it was, there were, I think, four nights in a row that we were, we were under a hard freeze warning. Yeah, Mike, wasn't it like 20 below with the wind chills up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was, was, 
bad uh, for a few nights. I mean, there are those. Oh, I was just going to say, so yeah, we, we got, we got the same system just, you know, in, in a Texas way. So yeah, it was cool. I got to say that uh, those, those nights make me uh, fear for the potential of an actual snowstorm this season. You got a fireplace. Yeah, but even still, these buildings aren't built for it. I mean, the problem no. me and Mike had was that everything was shut down. So, like, Mike, you couldn't get anywhere because of the snow. Mm-hmm. Rochester, all the power went out from the wind. Um, I got lucky, thank God, because the windstorm that happened a few years ago ripped all the trees out of our backyard. So we didn't have the hazard wasn't there anymore. So we were okay. And most of the, like, the, the block of power that went out last time that there was something like this has been taken care of. Um, but like Walmart lost power and all their mm. coolers got emptied because they had no way to keep it cold. Uh, so like if you weren't ready, if you didn't have like canned goods or like Josh living in your house for cannibalism, um, <laughs> you know, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, it was definitely pretty nasty. Uh, there, there was one night in particular where we just couldn't seem to keep the house warm. Like, you know, everything was all sealed up, but it just it was so freaking cold out, like every room in the house just had a bitter chill in it. So we were all pretty much bundled up. I mean, the, the heat was it was blasting, but it just wasn't staying warm. Yep. So thank God for electric blankets. And uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure in your case, cats. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was in my my computer room and and bundled up in a blanket. Uh, you know, I had my my hoodie and all that, and was bundled up. And under the blanket were both Bella and Ed, or, uh, Bella and Rufus. Edgar, I don't know where he was hiding, but uh, Rufus and Bella were were chilling under the blanket on the floor. <laughs> cool. Did uh, Caleb get a snow day? Uh, no, he was actually on, well. He was on vacation when it started. Uh, yeah, Zoe got her first snow day. Like she was kind of mad because school's still fun, and they had like Christmas activities planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but the school district was more like, we want to go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had an opportunity. So they're just like snow day, everybody. And, um, like right before school was going to end the day of the snow day is when like the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Um, whatever. It was cool. How was everybody's Christmas? That was actually really good because, uh, normally it's so rushed, but because of the snow, we couldn't go anywhere. So we didn't do any of our normal Christmas stuff. So Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we were just trapped inside instead of like, you know, running all around a family and, and going to different events. And don't get me wrong, I love all that. But at the same time, it was really nice to just kind of hang out in the house and, you know, play with toys and watch Christmas movies. Yeah, especially when when you're on like the first vacation in ages. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, that was wonderful. I did not want to go back to work. But uh, yeah, no, Christmas Day was great. It was it's the first year. Honestly, it's the first year since I was like 10. Because when, when I when I turned 11, I got my first paper route. So I worked every Christmas up until I was 19. Um, and then I was working at Media Play and Wegmans and I didn't have to work Christmas that year. But then I started working at the hospital at 20. And because I was low man on the totem pole, I had to work every Christmas up until I want to say it was about 2015 was the first time that I got Christmas night off, but I had to work Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. And then I continued that trend until 2020 
when we got a, a person in my department who wanted every New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. So I made a deal with her that I would work New Year's Eve, New Year's Day if she would work Christmas Eve, Christmas Day because she didn't care about Christmas. So it was like, all right, beautiful, beautiful. After that, I've gotten Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off, but I haven't had a lot of vacation around it until this year. So, yeah, man. God damn. Um, I feel your pain. When I was yeah. at Wegmans, um, I would, it, more, it was more like I wanted the money, but they had mm-hmm. those, the stock shifts on oh, yeah. Christmas Day to kind of come in uh, that I always took. Yeah. So I work Christmas Eve and family would always split because, you know, you get out at like, it was either seven or nine, like it changed throughout the years that I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's nice to kind of have it off finally. Um, and this was the See, first year I... we didn't have to go all over the place because of the weather. So, right. And and when I was working like a regular day job, I was, you know, working at Regal. So I worked all the holidays, too. So, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Man. Yep. And you'd be, uh, everybody be going to see uh, Avatar 2 and you'd be stuck with them. I, um, I fuck that. I actually remember when you uh, when you were living back here and working at the, the Niagara Falls Regal, uh, stopping stopping in. I think it was on Christmas Eve to give you a gift to bring to Asher. <laughs> yep yep i remember that <laughs> i was like hey you're working i'll be right over hold on <laughs> oh yeah i don't miss that yeah i don't blame you so guys what up christmas was cool christmas and was fantastic i'm gonna say this because Teresa's probably not gonna be listening to the episode but the coolest gifts that i got were from you guys because everything else was like stuff i picked out for myself mm-hmm so it wasn't like a big surprise, but Teresa gets me like the essentials that I don't get for myself, like clothes. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I have a hole in my pants <laughs> and I find a toy at Target or Walmart. I kind of forget to buy the pants <laughs> and I get the transformer or whatever. Yep. So um, thankfully she was like, you need new clothes. Here you go. Um, I want to propose a challenge. Let me know if you guys are down with this. We can keep doing the same Christmas thing we always do where we each get each other crazy gifts. Mm-hmm. But what if we have a, a challenge or a theme where it's like we have to get every single gift has to come from Dollar Tree? Did or, I lose you guys? <laughs> oh, can you hear yes. us? Uh-oh. I think we lost I th- I, hear, I hear you now. Oh. oh all right. But yeah, no, I disconnected for a second. Skype. Uh. Josh, what I was saying, how about a gift challenge this year instead of just like, you know, we're struggling, like we both get Mike Modoc. What if this, I mean, I'm every not gift has to come from Wish? Oh, God. No, no, I'm not down with that. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> that, nope. that, that, that could be dangerous. <laughs> it's like I ordered a G.I. Joe. Here's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> No, Here's because a I, I have a Joe on a sock. I, I have too much fun picking stuff out for for, people right, for right. Christmas. Same <laughs> deal. That's plan B. Although, although we will communicate better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if I had taken the two seconds to just be like, hey, there's a good deal on Modoc. Have you gotten Mike Modoc? It would have been problem solved. Instead, I was just yeah. like, ah, it's a good deal. Click. I mean, to be fair, I do have plans for that second MODOK, so. <laughs> you make exceptions yeah, for mean... MODOK. That would be like if you had two mojos. Mm-hmm. You just have one on display and one that's like, 
stunt action mojo that like jumps over like you know flaming school buses and stuff well plus to to be fair having the two modocs it's almost like having the uh you, you, okay, you remember in the never-ending story when uh, dude had to walk down the path with the two? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that. You can have these two Modocs and then have them attack. It's it's pretty fun. I, I, I'm oh, not complaining. You know, why do I suddenly want a sitcom called My Two Modocs? <laughs> I, you know, I love that movie. Yeah, I have too. not watched that movie in so damn long. <laughs> It's 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 a good one, but it is definitely scarring as a child. Why wouldn't you just walk around those statues? I, I know I get it. I, yeah. get it. I mean, I would have I would have taken like an exorbitantly long time staring at the boobs. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't even cross the threshold. I'd just be like, wow, that's the biggest titty I've ever seen. True. That That's a 45 foot tall booby. <laughs> Screw um, the threshold. I want to hold the breast. all right let me fire up our plug so as i have mentioned we have a new sponsor in upstate pro wrestling and they actually gave me real copy to read Ooh, hey the next big event coming from upw at the marketplace mall in march is going to debut a brand new championship belt. Now, the real question a is... A brand new championship belt! Are they replacing an old one with a fancy new coat of paint? Or are they having, like, the first women's champion? Actually, they have a, a women's champion. I'm sure it's going to be awesome What they're doing. Also, coming in January, Hellcat has a sit-down. He, open he opens up for the first time about the FCWA at Marketplace Mall. The past 20 years of UPW, its future, his latest title win, and will he be done after his bicep surgery? So we'll get an update. As his nine lives finally run out, tune in to find out at UPW on all their social media channels. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Check them out. Now, I'd also like to take this time to say, if you'd like to be a sponsor on Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash, we can be bought with toys. Mm-hmm. True. You don't have to give us cash. We will take your old toys from your childhood. You could buy us new toys. We take sexual toys. We take sensory toys. We take any toys. So if you don't have cash, you like old Transformers. You like old He-Man. I'll take an old dirty sock. Just throwing it out there. You, you might want to change that after saying we'll take sexual toys. You, you might not want to take an old dirty sock. No, no, I meant that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes you're kind of in the shape of a boomerang. You, you you make lemonade out of lemons. I wouldn't drink that lemonade. I was just gonna say, yeah, don't drink that. You guys don't. You guys Salty don't like lemonade. lemonades. You don't. You don't like your lemonade to taste like pennies. <laughs> mm, pennies and bleach. <laughs> mm. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind yes. of secret lemonade recipe. <laughs> Yum. Um, so I saw on Facebook that our friend at Jerry's Closet, Sam, is going to watch every single horror movie from her father. Uh, every, single zombie, every zombie, zombie movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so Jerry was a zombie movie fan. Oh, yeah. And Sam inherited 215 zombie movies that she has to sit down and watch. Um, I thought my New Year's resolution of watching 800 horror movies I've never seen was challenging. Bravo, if she pulls that off. If she's got the free time to yeah, sit down and watch 215 direct-to-DVD zombie movies. Because that's got to be crazy. Um, good on her. And stop at Jerry's Closet for all of your zombie DVD needs because I don't know if she's going to keep them when she's done. I don't know if she's a weirdo like me that has a gigantic wall of DVDs. Yep. Uh, <laughs> she is. Oh, yeah. No, she's uh, she's very much like, like you and I with the physical media of movies. Yeah, because you don't know when Amazon's going to go out of business. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. thank God I have those beta tapes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So, good on Sam. What's coming to Boogeyman's Closet, Mike? Uh, well, we are kicking off the year with Little Monsters. And um, mm. we've, we've changed things up a little bit. Due to our ever-changing work schedules and problems with recording, we've decided to, every month, we're going uh, to pick half ourselves. And then we're going to have uh, the, the listeners pick the other half of whatever the month is. So... Instead of the normal vote of like, hey, pick our four movies uh, between, like I said, work schedule and honestly, the new algorithms on Facebook and Twitter. And I mean, or I mean, Instagram, because Twitter is a fucking garbage fire right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> it really is. But it like is. Instagram and, and Facebook, our algorithm, like we keep getting buried and people even who voted all the time are not even seeing the votes up, when, even though I'm using stories and trying to get. Uh, you know, eyes on the on the post. I think other than paying for every post, there's no way I'm going to get eyes on it. So we figured, screw it. Let's pick two movies every month, and then we'll have the listeners pick the other ones. This way we can at least get the ball rolling on recording. So the two we chose are Basket Case and Puppet Master 2. Um, mm. Since we've been trying to get Basket Case on the show for like two years now, and Puppet Master we already covered, so why not cover Puppet Master 2? Um, but it looks like as of right now, the voters, uh, want us to cover critters and ghoulies. Um, troll is creeping up right behind critters, but, uh, it looks like as of right now, critters and ghoulies are are winning the vote. Do you think people have, uh, they kind of lump in ghoulies too and ghoulies together? Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Because ghoulies isn't that good. No, it's really not. (laughs) It's really Um, bad. It's uh, there are there are some scenes that are very memorable, uh, but no ghoulies. Honestly, I'll I'll put ghoulies in the same camp as I'll put Puppet Master. The first one just isn't that good. You know, the sequels are a hell of a lot more fun. So yeah, I think it's, I'll agree a, with that. It's a full moon thing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we got that coming up. There is a Friday the 13th this month. So you guys know what that means. Yeah. Um. We have uh, we will be hitting Jason Goes to Hell. I can't believe we're on our ninth Friday the Thirteenth special. Wow! Damn. Yeah, so we will be doing Jason Goes to Hell, and um, uh, our our, our <laughs> Professor X of the Rad Pantheon uh, will be joining along with uh, along with Tegan. So uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. Cool. Because um, that's that's their uh, that's their favorite one. Apparently, they they defend Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, quite often so i'm I'm very curious to hear their take on it um it's not bad 
It's yeah, because no, Jason's not in it. I I have said a thousand times, like if you if you take Jason Goes to Hell for what it is, it is a really fun movie. Like I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. The only thing that's weird is Drayden Duke. <laughs> See, I love him. He's so stupid, but I love him. Well, I'd like to hear um, <laughs> Tegan's take on some of the shit that he says. Oh, like, uh, what do you think of Jason Voorhees? Well, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut. (laughs) 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 What? And this this is why I love that character. He just doesn't make sense. He's a Jason bounty hunter? Like, really? How does one get that job? Uh, He went to the same school as Dog. Yeah. <laughs> but see, clearly he's very bad at it because this is the first time we're seeing a Jason Bounty Hunter in nine movies. Well, you see, he used the other movies to study him, to watch him move <laughs> through the water. <laughs> oh, and so did that. were black, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> There's also one of my absolute favorite kills in that movie. And it's it's so it's a blink and you miss it kill. But the, the angry, like, pissed off uh, diner, the woman at the diner, the lady who runs the joint. I love oh, my God. When he backhands her in the face and <laughs> her face just kind of implodes and she falls over. But she, like, stands there wiggling around like a puppet for a minute and then falls over. Oh, God. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so good. I love See, Jason Goes to Hell for opening Jason up to, like, almost every other franchise. Yeah. That's why I love it. I want to know when we're going to get Friday the 13th part, you know, let's say 15, Jason goes to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of had it in part five with the damn enchiladas. (laughs) Oh, Miguel Nunez singing on the toilet. Okay. (laughs) What about... um, Raised by Rentals. You guys coming back for the new year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we are going to get back into making... Uh, we, we've talked about this a couple times, doing more board games and video games into movies. Yep. And um, we are going to do... If I if memory serves me correctly, the, our first on the docket is uh, we're going to make Centipede into a movie. Ooh. So that'll be pretty fun. Are you guys taking requests for like 2024? Because I'm sure you have a whole year plotted out. Um, I know uh, we do have some plans to take requests actually this year. Uh, we, we do have a few things we really want to get to. We, we originally had a different plan to, to kick off the year, but uh, Josh and his family just got back um, from uh, over. They were over in Britain visiting his sister-in-law. Um, so, you know, he's he's kind of a little jet lagged and tired. So we're like, you know, what, let, let's do one of our one of the ones that we've had on the docket for a while that doesn't require a lot of homework. <laughs> so. Well, you know, I, was, I just, I just need to throw this out there and ask, uh, don't, don't we already have a centipede movie? Isn't it called the mist? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. Like jokes <laughs> aside. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Candyland. That, that actually is on our list as well. Um, um, we have, we have a couple board games and a couple old, like old video games. Like I have, uh, we put Pac-Man on the list cause I have. A fledgling idea for that. Um, we have. I'm pretty uh, sure they just released a, a live action version of that too with uh, Brendan Fraser. It's called The Whale. 
It's just a big round thing that eats everything. Oh no! Yeah, oh. Some listeners are gonna like you talking shit. Hey, about to Brendan be Fraser. To be fair, I absolutely love Brendan Fraser, and I have heard his performance is absolutely amazing. But I do have to agree with a lot of the opposition to that movie in questioning why they cast Brendan Fraser and put him in a fat suit for the role of an overweight, depressed gay man when they could have just hired an overweight gay actor. They exist. Here's my argument. Why did he need a fat suit? Because the character is morbidly obese. But, like, I don't... It's not a stretch. He could have just been, like, Regular old Brian well, Fraser. If, if you if you read the action, because the script is based on a on a stage play. Oh, okay. Which which also came under a lot of criticism, and the whole idea is the main character is so morbidly obese that he does not leave his house. Mm. Well, but um, uh, but yeah, no, I just had to throw that terrible terrible joke in there about how how he's Pac Man. Okay. <laughs> Apologize to Sarah. Apparently, she's a big fan. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm a big fan as well. <laughs> Same. Um, cool. So, guys, as promised, new year, new look for Count Creepyhead, new sponsors. So, we have a new person coming on to kind of give you some self help. He's selling his services for those who want it. A Mr. M.A. I don't know who he is. It's kind of shrouded a mystery. But he wants to say hello. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, hey there, paste eaters. Do you guys like to commit crimes? Yes. I, I like to commit crimes all the time. Well, guess what? You're in luck because your old buddy, Montgomery, Alabama, Low Maine, is here to tell you how to stop paying for things at the store. Okay, listen here, stupid. All you got to do is you get yourself a label gun and you put your name on anything you want. It's not stealing if it was yours all along. Am I right? Huh? That's true. So you go to Walmart, you find a PlayStation 5, you do a little clickety clackety with the label gun. You put your name on it. You don't have to pay for it. It was yours because your name's on it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's how you know. What about food? You guys like food? Yeah, I like eating. I have to make the argument that, like, why don't you just rub it on your ass? Ain't nobody going to argue with it if it already smells like your ass. You know, it works for cats. Uh, you know, maybe uh, that new uh, that new air mattress I wanted. I'm just going to I'm going to rub my uh, chocolate starfish. And I mark my territory, my squish spider. <laughs> but OK, look, you guys, uh, you, you like Taco Bell, you like food poisoning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I like Taco Bell, but I don't like paying for those cheesy gorditas. They're a little expensive. So here's what you do. Here's what you do. You just walk in. You go behind the counter. You pretend like you work there. And you get yourself some free food. Real easy. Real easy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like my uh, six-piece McNugget, maybe it uh, turns into a 40-piece McNugget. I ain't paying for shit. Fuck that. Because maybe I'm the manager at another uh, McTaco Nugget Bell. And I'm leaving. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Sounds good. So this is uh, your friend, Montgomery, Alabama, Laumain, with your petty crime tips for today. Now remember, a true criminal genius disguises his name so you can never figure out who he is for real. So get yourself a good fake identity. 
Wait I'll be back. Second. Is this Jesus? Oh shit! <laughs> I got to go. Um, that uh, show and tell, guys. This is going to be the biggest part of the show. Because, oh, I got shit for Christmas. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I got so many shits for Christmas. I mean, <laughs> um, I'll start because I probably got the least of all of us. So from you guys, highlights, uh, the candy mic, which didn't, and Josh didn't, it was stolen by a little blonde gremlin that I live with. (laughs) Um, those Dollar Tree robots are so much damn fun. Aren't they though? They, they really are. And they've got Uh, some good, good weight to their plastic. I Mm -hmm. saw it and I was like, I've been wanting one of these. And I didn't pull the trigger. I'm opening this up. And it is a lot of fucking fun. I liked them a lot. <laughs> ever, ever since I found them, I was like, these are just really fun toys. Yeah, right? Yeah, um, I'm I'm in the same boat of, of I almost picked them up a lot of times. Uh, but I never did. So, yeah, it's, it, they were just like, ooh, I'm ripping these open. I got <laughs> a red one and a blue one. I got to get the green one now. Mm-hmm. I, um, I I couldn't find uh, a two complete sets, <laughs> so I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> That's you know, I always need a reason to go into Dollar Tree. True, you know, uh, I got probably the coolest thing I got for my my wife is she went to Costco and got this like eight pound bag of Korean barbecue beef jerky. So it's high end pork beef jerky that like melts in your mouth. It tastes like candied bacon. Ooh. Ooh. It's amazing. And the only complaint I have is it gets stuck in your teeth like every other beef jerky. <laughs> um, and if it didn't give me like horrible Korean gas, I would be eating. I'd eat like the whole damn bag in one sitting. <laughs> Korean gas. <laughs> There's your episode title. <laughs> well, Mike, I mean. Is I, that like classical gas with a <laughs> Korean twist? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh-huh. you like your, you like your, your, uh, your your po bowls like it, it you oh. know you fart and it smells like you're in the jungle. <laughs> it's it's all that lemongrass. You know you can you fart and then you hear Creedence Clearwater revival in the helicopters and you're like oh my god it's authentic. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah. For a minute no. there, I thought you said Korean clear water revival. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and now I'm picturing like a Korean cover band of Korean. <laughs> and it's making me crack up. Holy shit. We, uh, my honeymoon, I went on a cruise. We did a Canadian cruise. <laughs> and you hear jokes about this and you never actually see it. We had like. Filipino, like, I'm not good with Eastern ethnicity, so I can't, I don't want to say he was Korean when he was Chinese or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was a band, it was a cover band that didn't speak a lick of English, but they had memorized all these damn songs, and you could not tell the difference between them and, like, Winger, <laughs> and, like, all this awesome 80s music, so it was, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, um, like they're doing Motley Crue stuff, and then like I looked over the balcony, and there's like these little chubby Asian jockey guys that were like smoking in the boys' room, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, that's funny. It was cool. 
Uh, uh, so I'm I just, got. See now I'm just picturing like <laughs> Korean Clearwater Revival's version of Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, and I'm, I'm absolutely picturing it like, you know, it would sound on South Park. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, which, which one of us is going to be the first one to do the really bad and offensive <laughs> accent? All right. Before I, before I make this our title for the episode, because I was going to say Crunchy Lemonade. <laughs> is that super racist? <laughs> Korean Clearwater Revival? Yes. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think I it's racist. Yeah, no, not if it's just a Korean cover band of Korean. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I want this to be a real thing. Oh, it would damn. be like, an, oh, not, not a bad sign. <laughs> that's, like, that's Japanese. That's like a bad mystery. <laughs> I was gonna say that sound that sounded like the self park. Fuck are you well? Fuck are you dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm equally thinking of it as like what if they weren't even Korean? What if it was like the episode where Butters and Cartman infiltrate the, the Chinese <laughs> <laughs> You don't shoot guys in the dick. Oh my god. Oh yes, please. Bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that episode so much. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> there's so many offensive things in that episode, but God, is it funny? Oh God, uh, I got <laughs> half of a complete collection of uh, horrible kids cards, which are done by the artists that work on Garbage Book Kids, like their versions mm-hmm. of all the horrible stuff. Uh, and then for myself, I ordered the rest of them um, with my Christmas bonus money. Uh, nice. When I get the whole set, I will show them to you, but they have a Lipstick Linnea Garbage Pail. Oh, that's awesome. Horrible Kid, which is the one where I was like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> that's um, amazing. What about you guys? Uh, Josh, what'd you get? Oh, man. I I can't even... It's a long list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, will, I will definitely start off with... Uh, with what roots got me because I, I it was just awesome to open uh she got me the uh I don't know which breakdown this but she got me the, like the two big sets of the new bot bots nice. not not the singles but like the set of five packs and the set of eight packs so I have the majority of the new bot bots now uh and man they are weird and fun and I love them uh, there are definitely, I will say this, there are definitely a lot of tolerance issues with this set. Uh, I, I even checked, like, the usual Transformers forums, and it's it's the same across the board. Like, whereas all of the BotBots, like, maybe are a little too loose from the earlier series, mm. these ones, a lot of them are way too tight uh, to the point where it almost hurts your fingertips to try and take parts out. Gotcha. Uh, there is one in particular. Actually, there's one that's misassembled. Uh, oh. The duck one. There's a new version of the duck one. Okay. And the two pieces that make his arms that also form the back of his head mm-hmm. as the duck. 
uh, are assembled backwards, so they're on the wrong arm. Uh, oh. It takes it takes nothing to pop them off and switch them around, but uh, it was something that was instantly noticeable because it was just like, oh, oh, this these are backwards. The head doesn't form. <laughs> Uh, and the other big issue that is uh, is the only one that I will say is a genuine issue is one of the, like, super rare ones from this set. Uh, mm-hmm. They're now called oil slick ones. And they're all, like, sort of black base with multicolor highlight finish all over, over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is a cool, weird little goldfish type thing that turns into an equally weird looking robot. Nice. The tolerances of the joints for this are so tight that had I not been doing it slowly, uh, I've seen a lot of reports online of the arms just ripping clear off. Oh, because shit. the ball joints for the arms are not the proper size for the sockets. The ball joints are slightly oval. The sockets are round. Are you implying that Hasbro's been cutting corners? Um, <laughs> it's it definitely, and they're like, there is no way to properly do it. It it will rip the the arms off unless you adjust it. Yeah. That sucks, man. They're getting worse and worse and worse. And I was hoping it wouldn't spread to Transformers. Hopefully, this is a one off. Uh, I got I got some complaints about Transformers, but we'll we'll I'll wait for that. <laughs> okay. But uh, but yeah, she got me the uh, the Bot Bots. Uh, who overall I will say they're a lot of fun, and you can really tell that Hasbro essentially told the designers like, look, fuck it, do whatever you want. This is the last series because things got weird, <laughs> uh, and and I love it. Uh, I also got uh from Ruth got the Super Seven Ultimates Krang. I definitely do have the issue of slightly loose hips on the walker. Yeah. But to be fair, I'm probably not going to be playing with him a lot. He's up with the Krangs on the shelf. So whatever. I, I do love him, though. Like, I absolutely love him. Oh, yeah. He's he's an awesome figure. But, yeah, it, it just it does suck that the, the hips are. You know what crappy. I'll say is it's not so much on mine. It's not as much the hips as it is the toes. Hmm. See, mine is uh, both the hips and the toes, but the hips are definitely worse. Yeah, I think my toes are worse than the hips. Yeah. But, um... What was it? What was it? Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. I got the... Sorry, I had a mental list of how I wanted to go over this, and now I've completely forgotten it, because all, all I can think of is Korean cl- Clearwater Revival. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I'll, I'll go with a couple of highlights from... Uh, from Mike, uh, he got me the World of Halo 2-pack with the Flood tank form. hmm And holy shit. Holy shit, that thing is fun. <laughs> um, it's got, for the weird, large, bulky thing it is, it's got really well-built and functional articulation. Oh, nice. I was curious about that. Like... I, I'm I'm very impressed. It it doesn't need all the art, all of the articulation it has, but it all works. Uh, nice. And none of it's hindered in any weird way. So like, bro, fucking bravo, jazz. Uh, that's Jazzworks, right? Yep, Jazzworks. Yeah, they're bravo, killing. Jazzworks. They're killing it with the three and three fourth inch stuff. 
Uh, and I also got the uh, the the mongoose. Yep. <laughs> I uh, want to be a mongoose though. Yeah, I opened it. I was just like mongoose. <laughs> and Ruth looked over. She's like, "What?" I was like, "Halo mongoose." <laughs> I held it up. She was like, "Oh, it is a mongoose." <laughs> oh, side note, by the way, uh, I'll jump jump a little back and forth with this because it's fun. So, uh, as as we know from the last episode, uh, Michael, you got me the Super Seven Ultimate Ace Duck. Correct. Now, Ruth. Ruth tried something that definitely would have worked a little bit better if I weren't such a huge geek. But she tried to fake me out. And for a split second, it worked because not long after I had showed her the ace duck, she had said something very casually like, oh, I hope you like what I got you for Christmas. And I hope I didn't get the same thing that the mics got you. Ooh. And I kind of blanked out on it. Until Christmas morning when I opened the package and it was the outer mailer box of Ace Duck. (laughs) (laughs) And she had put Krang in the mailer box for Ace Duck. Oh, I thought she had the same problem I did where the mailer boxes were switched. No, no, she actually took the mailer box and she put Krang in it to fake me out. So uh, and then, of course, you know, I was just like, did did you did you get me Ace Duck? Because part of me, I like, I won't lie. There was a part of me that was just like, I don't think I've ever said anything left or right about a stuck to Ruth. Right. right. So I mean, if she had got a stuck, there would have been a part of me that would equally have been like, that's impressive. To be fair, you can display him like four different ways. But yeah, then as soon as like I opened uh, o- opened the mailer box and saw the purple, I was like, this is an a stuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Ace Duck doesn't have purple sleeve. That's villain. I think I even said it out loud. <laughs> By the way, Josh, uh, so you got the big arcade cabinet for me with 8-Ball and another guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zoe the loves him. like fire monster thing. Yeah, Zoe took it. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still picking up confetti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, uh, you got me and I, I had, this was, uh, I meant to mention this last, last episode cause it's just so fucking weird and great. Uh, you got me one of the transformers that's always been on my like list of man, that's weird. And I kind of want it, but I would never buy that for myself in the form of Optimus prime as a shoe. Could you figure out how to transform it? <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I I I I instantly was just like, I'm pretty sure I know how to do this. I was like fiddling with it because I was like, okay, this is going to Josh, but I want to do it once because it's so weird, and I couldn't get it, and I was like, I'm gonna break this. Yeah, essentially, alone. Essentially, half of the shoe just sort of floats on his back, uh, and it looks incredibly weird, but it's it's just so random and fun, like. It's Optimus Prime as a shoe. Yeah, it's oh, and it's fuck. a. I had the Megatron, so the case that I got him in for my friend, who mm-hmm. gave me all of the Dino uh, Warriors, not Dino Warriors. Um, shit, 
Dino Riders. Dino Riders. I think I have early onset Alzheimer's. Um, you know, sometimes if you have something in storage and two pieces of plastic are touching, yep. one of them will just melt, strangely. Yep. So he didn't have Megatron and Optimus bagged, and Megatron was just touching something randomly, and it just melted the fucking plastic. So yeah, it was like right. this half-melted Megatron Skechers sneaker. Really bizarre, yeah. but I was like, you couldn't transform it anymore. So I was like, all right, this is trash. As a side note, you want to hear one of the most interesting, but also slightly frustrating instances of that that has ever occurred for me? What? Uh, for a long time, I had the, you know, the the really nice uh, three and three-fourth, uh, God, I think it was like some sort of Comic-Con exclusive Jabba the Hut that came with his throne. Yeah. Yeah, has the re- it has like the really nice rubber body. I had that stored with a bunch of Star Wars stuff, not thinking about it. Uh, there is a a permanent little squiggle in the shape of Jabba's tail on one of the levels of my vintage Death Star. <laughs> oh, because apparently you can't have Jabba resting next to the vintage Death Star. Yeah, that is, it's, I, I wish I was smart enough to know how that happened. But yeah, that was just a moment of like, uh, okay, well, now I know. Uh, anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I could go on and on. I got, I got a lot of stuff from everyone and I freaking loved all of it. I do have to highlight something uh, that Mike and I both got for each other. Although we got kind of different ones. Uh, Mike got me some Oscar Meyer gummies. <laughs> or rather, I should say, like, Kraft and Oscar Meyer gummies. Mm-hmm. So he got me gummy mac and cheese, mm-hmm. gummy bacon, and a gummy Lunchable pizza kit. <laughs> now, I have not right. tried the Lunchable pizza kit yet. I've had the Lunchable Pizza Kit. If you've had a gummy Krabby Patty before, mm-hmm. similar. How is mm-hmm. the bacon? The bacon, the bacon is like the meat in the Krabby Patties. Uh, okay. Although it has a bit more, it's not as firm. Like it almost, it, it is almost more of a a like. Ah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, it's very, it's not wet, but it's not a very firm gummy. So it almost feels like uncooked bacon. It's weird. And then you take a bite of it and it's just like, oh yeah, that's just gummy. It's Uh, not wet. It's not firm. It's Korean. (laughs) 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 The mac and cheese tastes exactly like the buns of the Krabby Patties. You know, every time I see those, like, novelty gummies, I always wonder, like, is this going to be gummy cheese? You know, it's not, but it's just like, I wonder, and I don't want to find out. <laughs> well, see, I didn't, the uh, the Lunchable and the uh, the bacon say specifically on the front, like, artificial fruit flavor. Yeah. Whereas the gummy mac and cheese just says, Kraft gummy mac and cheese. Yep. And I'm like. Does does it taste like it? 
The others say artificial fruit flavor. This does not. <laughs> so it was a very cautious opening it and being like, okay, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Smells like gummy. I, so, I was, af- I was afraid of that one, but I'm like, eh, Josh will tell me what it's like. Uh, and while this is not Christmas based at all, I, I do have to do a quick side note show and tell of, of course, uh, we are recording this on January 2nd, which means yesterday I did the annual January trip, January 1st trip to the Lego store. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. It was more of a madhouse than I have ever seen at the Lego store. Um, everyone was still very polite and helpful. Uh, including the crowd that was there because you know the crowd there is is always usually helpful like if you're standing and sorting through minifigures trying to figure out what you got there are three other people standing there as well that are doing the same thing so someone will be like what are you looking for i'm looking for the shark guy i got the shark guy right here you need one here you go you know it's lego fans are such nice people yeah yeah they really are it's refreshing um that being said i don't I don't know what it was with this release day, but for one, the line was uh, longer than I have ever seen waiting to go into that Lego store for any release day that I've gone to. So there were more people by far. And I don't know if there was some sort of miscommunication or something, but when it was, because, uh, you know, it was uh, New Year's Day was on a Sunday, so it was the mall opened at noon. Uh, so when noon hit and the Lego store opened, they just let the majority of the line in all at once. And this is a small mall Lego store. Oh boy. Uh, there was barely room to move. And apparently they got like, they did not get their full shipment in for new release day, which means they, didn't have enough minifigures to go around. So the minifigures were limited uh, two per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had limits on the new Mario blind uh, character blind boxes because they didn't have enough of those. Any of the new Star Wars releases, apparently they only got single cases of. So at most they had like four sets of the new stuff for a larger crowd than I've ever seen that all entered at once. Uh, From what I understand, they only got in, like, 15 of the new modular, the Jazz Club. So, I lucked out, bolting in as fast as I did to it. Uh, I Everyone was still very happy and helpful, but my god, it was a madhouse. Did you build it yet? I just started earlier. I, uh, there are, you know how most Lego, Lego sets have, like, four or five different numbered bags in them? Yeah. Uh, This set has 15. Okay. uh, And most of the numbers have multiple bags to them. So it'll be like three bags of one, two bags of two, four bags of three, stuff like that. So even, even then, it's not just like 15 bags. It's more like 25 bags. Now, do you plan Uh, on doing it all at once, or is this like you're going to spread it out? I just finished the third set of bags before we finished, uh, before we started recording. 
So I'm I'm kind of taking my time with it, but I'm also here. Here is an interesting side note for everyone that has a little bit to do with my creative process. Uh, a lot of times, if I'm struggling with something creatively, it really does help me to sit and do a big Lego set because it really helps my brain to get working if I'm just following a set of instructions for something else. You know, uh, I should pay attention to the next Lego car that I build. Um, I'm going to kind of like roam around and see if I find anything fun on clearance. Uh, because I bought, I told you guys I got a green car. Like, I don't know anything about cars. Mm. But I got a two-pack on clearance of two Corvettes. Again, they just, I just like building them because they're different. Like, the the build style's crazy. It's not just like how you would think you're going to build a Lego car with like, the wheels and you build on top of that frame that they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, I should kind of just see like if I get creative like you do while I'm following, you know, the 50 some odd pages of instructions on how to build the James Bond car, or whatever the hell I get, if it's on clearance. You know, it's I, I, I started doing it with that purpose after I saw, I think it was, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i don't remember if it was a matter tray but i was watching like a making of south park thing and i th- yeah i think it was matt and he was talking about like when he's when he has a creative problem when he's stuck creatively he sits and builds lego because sitting and following the instructions and still having fun doing that allows the creative part of his brain to focus on other things because it's not actively trying to create the lego like the Lego is basically just like, okay, do this piece. Instruction says this piece. And I thought that was really interesting. And that yeah, he's absolutely right. Cool. So yay, 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 yay South Park's den. Uh, so, so yeah, Lego? I was going to say, no, I was just going to say, so yeah, that being said, uh, go Mike. <laughs> Um, yeah, I will also do just some highlights because uh, there's just so much. Um, so I, I will definitely save some for next week. But uh, it was a very um, Warhammer and Fortnite heavy uh, Christmas, which I'm not complaining about. Um, so Fortnite, I got a bunch uh, of great Fortnite stuff from both of you guys and uh, a few things from my sister. Um, but I got some of the highlights. I got the Spider Knight, which I've been wanting for a while. Um really cool figure like i i do have a little bit of a complaint anytime somebody has the like soft rubber kind of cloak it always hinders leg articulation um yeah so i'm thinking i might do with this guy what i've done with some of the other ones is follow the seam on the uh the legs like a little skirt with an exacto knife and just kind of cut a cut a flap open um just so he can move his legs better but uh really cool figure (laughs) leg flap uh, you got the the giant vending machine for me as well, the one with eight ball and the weird lava monster guy. And as I sent you, uh, I think it was Christmas night, I sent you the photo of me attempting to build the cube and bitching about the the damn things hurting my fingers. Yes, but <laughs> it's a pain I, in the ass. Fucking yes. difficult, man. It really is. I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, it's like, damn, this thing is hard to put together. But uh, really liked that. Um, and then, uh, I also, like I said, for, uh, Warhammer, 
I got uh, from Mike, I got the McFarlane Blood Angel Space Marine, which I've almost bought several times. Uh, so I'm glad I, I, I never pulled the trigger on him. But, you know, as much as we, we bitch about McFarlane stuff, and there's a lot to bitch about, um, the Space Marine mold that he made, or that his company made, Space Marine and uh, the Necrons are really freaking good. Like, they're really good molds. Um, and that Blood Angel is is no exception. It it towers over my Joy Toy Space Marines, but it's freaking awesome. And then you also got the uh, Battle Sister for me, which is another one I've I've almost bought several times. Um, she is is classic McFarlane. It uh, if you pose her and leave her alone, she looks great. The articulation is wonky and kind of loose, so it's like, all right, <laughs> I see you, McFarlane, <laughs> cheaping out mm-hmm. on stuff again. But um, but she looks great. Like the sculpting is gorgeous on her. But uh, I got from Jess. I got the Joy Toy um, Reavers set that I've been wanting. So it's three uh, Space Marine Reavers, which they kind of look like Range Viper from GI Joe. They have the weird skull mask. Um, awesome, like you know, jump packs. So they got these big jet packs on their back. Bunch of different weapons, alternate heads, all that. They're just really great figures and. Again, Joy Toy is stepping up their uh, their quality with. I, th- I think once they got a actual license with Games Workshop, they were like, "All right, we we can't skimp on quality because all the joints are are perfect. The paint apps are super nice. The articulation is, is fluid. Like everything about it is is well worth the price." You know, you got me that the uh, post-apocalyptic guy. I mm-hmm. apologize, I can't remember his name, but like. The only complaint about Joy Toy that I have is that you can't, they're not meant to be like played hard because, you know, they come apart. See, you know, it's funny. I haven't had any oh. problems with those guys, with the post apocalyptic guys. And well, I, I'm not going to be doing like G.I. Joe levels of like banging them up. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? See, the, the way they, they pop apart honestly seems intended because it's even called out yeah. on the packaging. Yeah, it's better than so, the breaking. So I absolutely use it as just like points that the limb can get cut off. Same. I I hold them and it's like, okay, if this is coming apart in my hands, I'm not supposed to be like, it's not supposed to be like jumping off a school bus and having crazy shenanigans. Like I'm posing it and I'm leaving it. I'll see. I've, I've definitely played with them. uh, Cause I have, I have that the same one I got for you guys, uh, Jack. And then the other, post-apocalyptic guy logan and i have them fight all the damn time and uh yeah like josh said like limbs come off but it's not like um i forget his name but the guy with the jetpack that i got for you mike uh i forget his name name but the weird cyborg uh, yeah jetpack guy that I, I got for you over the summer um mine with that one his kneecap popped off and i freaking lost it like it, oh. it was one of those things where it fell off and it disappeared into the ether. And I'm sure at this point a vacuum has eaten it um, or a cat. Yeah, I just I I don't know where the hell it went. I spent like a good hour trying to find the damn thing. Um, but it, it's it because it was such a small piece and it's just like gray plastic. <laughs> it was hard to find. But um, that was the the joy toy figure that made me go, OK, these are not meant to be played with. And eventually. I got uh, the the Cult of San Rea guys, which are the, the post-apocalyptic guys. And that was the ones that made me go like, huh, these actually are really sturdily built. And then I got the, um, I forget the, 
what squadron he is, but the, the first Space Marine I bought, um, that blew me away because, like, he is sturdily built. And, like, I, I was, pl- like, I was bashing him into Transformers, <laughs> having him knock Transformers off the shelf. But, um, yeah, he's, I, I mean, they're, they're up in their game. So I, I have, I have another one of the Cult of San Rea characters coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll see how, how that one is. But Which the one other, is it? Uh, it's the I, the lady, I forget her name. The one with the, okay. yep. the crazy bunny. <laughs> um, and then there's there's one coming out that's got like this cool gas mask and like twin Uzis. And I'm like, I might have to buy her. But um, yeah, the, uh, the other uh, Warhammer one I got was the, oh God, is it Death Squadron? Ah, I always forget the names of these guys. It's, um, I know I have a picture of it right here. Yeah, okay. It's the Death Corps, the Krieg Death Corps. Uh, it's the Veteran Squad Sergeant. So with the, the Death Corps, there was a bunch of different, like, characters. Like, there was a medic, a flame trooper, uh, you know, heavy arms, all that. I got the sergeant who has the uh, the chain sword and the the bolter. So he's just really cool figure. Again, prob- same problem with the Spider Knight. He has the... Um, the soft goods that hinder the legs, but just like the other Warhammer figures, he's really solidly put together, comes with a ton of accessories, beautiful paint apps, really fun figure. Um, so loving all the Warhammer stuff I got. It's it's just I'm it's hurting my wallet because I'm already gonna pre-order the Necrons. <laughs> Man, I suddenly want like some sort of warrior figure that's listed as like heavy arms specialist and it's just got like big metal arms. Oh, dude, you just gave me an idea. We need to talk off air. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, that I I also got my my other two big uh, gifts from Jess were um, the two Transformer G.I. Joe crossovers. So I got the Megatron Baroness uh, Hiss Tank and the Bumblebee Stalker. um, What is the APC? And um, they're great. It's it's, nostalgia wise. It scratches that itch that I've had since childhood of wanting a transformer that can turn into a vehicle that a G.I. Joe can ride in and having the actual old school real American hero style G.I. Joes with those just really pumps the nostalgia up like through the roof. My problem with it is it feels like the team that made these transformers has never made a transformer in their life. Um, and Josh, you said sh- you shed some light on that where you had said that a lot of those crossovers, that is actually the case. Um, yep. So I feel like if they continue with this line and from if the news can be believed, it seems like they're going to. I'm hoping that they work the kinks out with the next couple of releases, because the main problems I'm having is the back kibble is insane. Like you look at them from the front. Hey, they look great. You turn them around and it's just nuts. It's like hollow transformer with just shit hanging off of his back. And you can't stand them up because they're going to tip over. Um, Like especially Megatron. Like he's got half of a tank on his back. (laughs) It just it's going to knock him over. Um, If you pose him just right, kind of leaning forward, you can get him in a nice balance. But the smallest, you know, shake is going to knock him right over. Uh, Bumblebee, getting him to latch together is a huge pain in the ass. The, like, the entire upper half 
connects with this tiny, tiny little like peg and it doesn't ever want to stay in. So it's like you get it in, it clips together and then the slightest move, the peg pops open and this whole upper half like flips backwards. So it's like you guys couldn't have secured that just a little bit better. <laughs> like he's very top heavy. Um, so having this one little peg do all the work of holding him together kind of sucks. But again, in vehicle mode, they're amazing. Like they're just like old school GI Joe vehicles. Um, and yeah, the GI Joes fit in them perfectly. Everything about it's great. But in robot mode, there's definitely some stuff to, you know, to be desired. So I'm hoping going forward, they, they make the improvements because I want more. I do want more of these. And the idea of the Thunder Machine being Soundwave has me just kind of chomping at the bit. Because um, that's one of my favorite vehicles mixed with one of my favorite Transformers. So, yeah. do they, but, Does uh, it come, do they have the pegs for G.I. Joe's included? Did they remember that? Oh, like on the actual vehicles? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question. I know Bumblebee has them on the sides. Like where you used to be able to put the the characters on the APC. Yeah. Um that that is there, but I don't think the His Tank has any. I think mm. it's just like the bucket seat for the the gunner and yeah. then the actual cockpit. Um it is funny though because there's a little bit of parts forming with uh with Megatron. And honestly, I'm fine with parts forming. I know a lot of people hate that, but the 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 shield portion when he's in robot mode, like the piece of the His Tank that's like a shield for him, clips on over his face in tank mode. And, like, if you take it off, it's just, like, the ass end of the, the his tank has Megatron's face staring at you. Yeah. Which looks really funny. Um, I mean, if you once you put the shield piece on, it's like, okay, everything's covered up. It looks just like a his tank. But you can remove that piece, and it's just like, hello, my head is in my butt. Like, it just looks weird. But uh, the last couple of things, um, like, I'm, I, I still got a bunch more that I, that I could go over. But uh, a few oh, other yeah, a few other highlights. I did get the Rotan, finally. Uh, so I have the nice. Origins Rotan, and it's fucking awesome. Um, I was having a lot of fun chasing Rufus around the living room floor with it because of the clicky sound. <laughs> he kept like he was fighting it, that he'd run from it and try to stalk it when I didn't have it moving. So that was a lot of fun. And then I got uh, the re-releases of Leonardo and Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. So there was a lot of 80s-inspired Christmas gifts as well. Cool. Yep. Tons yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm going to remember as we go or I'll I mean, like, I haven't had time to open much of it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, unless Zoe wanted to participate. So uh, as I open it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I got that treasure X opened or, or whatever. So. Um, oh, cool. one other thing I do need to mention, because it's something I've talked about on the show wanting several times. Um, I did get the Spider-Man 2099 Marvel Legend from uh, my coworker. Congratulations. I, <laughs> it's so freaking good. He's such a good figure. And there, there is absolutely a, a, a gift I got for you guys. That, God damn it, I need to just order one for myself already. <laughs> now I'm curious. What, which, which... Yeah, what's that? Uh, the, the comic. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, God. Josh. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it up that, people forgot. Because <laughs> that is absolutely one that I like holding it in hand. I was like, yeah, I really should have ordered three. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Josh, but that's uh, okay. Got us an autograph, uh, an oh, autograph John Carpenter comic. And Stephen King. Like, oh, uh, Sandy King. 
Or Sandy Kang, I mean, yeah. But holy shit. Like, as soon as I opened it, like, I don't want to see anything because I wasn't sure if Mike opened his stuff yet. But I was like, is that, that's not John Carpenter. No way. <laughs> that, yeah, it's fucking John Carpenter's autograph. Like, that in itself is just fucking amazing. Yeah, that was, that, I, like, when I opened it and saw it, it was a moment of, like, it, it, what, wow. <laughs> yep. And there are two of them here. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's. Bravo, Josh, you win. Yeah, no, that I was I was blown away by. I, I that's the thing. Like, I didn't bring up any of the the books or video game uh, items, but that was definitely the highlight of the book department. <laughs> well, I figure that does does like fit into both both horror and things we usually talk about in horror comics because it's oh uh, absolutely because yeah it's it's I absolutely made the decision to go with the first one because they had a few different uh, collections. Like or volumes, I mean, but uh, but yeah, no, I was just like horror anthology comic that's basically created by John Carpenter and Sandy King. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool that like because West or not West Craven, John Carpenter never hits the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anything he does is out of California, or you don't get him. So that's cool. Uh, thank you. And I don't want to touch it. That's the other thing is like I want to frame it because it's John Carpenter's autograph, um, which is just fucking ridiculous that you got that. So thank you, dude. That that's awesome. Absolutely, it's absolutely my pleasure. All right, what's up, Uncle Monkeys? It's your old buddy Monty Abraham Lulu Melon here to tell you how to win any fight. You guys ever been in a fight? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been in many. I, I I fight all the time. First of all, you want to win a fight, take off your pants. For one, you'll move a lot faster. For two, nobody wants to accidentally get touched by your magic mushroom. <laughs> we use that to your advantage. Let your dick flop around, and you're gonna be a winner before anybody knows notices. But, anyways, then all you need to do. Is you challenge them to the old classic game of Stabby Neck. Josh. Josh. Yeah. Do you know what Stabby Neck is? I think I've seen Stabby Neck played before. Okay, here's here's what you do. So you get a sharp object like a big pen or a plastic fork from the chicken wings. And you bet your opponent how many times you can stab them in the neck before they go sleepy night-night. <laughs> okay. And uh-oh. Did somebody accidentally die? Don't worry. You keep a spare set of googly eyes in your pocket to undeadify them. Very easy. Because remember, if their eyes are open, they're probably not dead anymore. Oh, and by the way, if you're curious, the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Nobody's going to look for a body there. It's like the La Brea Tar Pits. Okay? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Bob's your uncle. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh god. I can't do that voice. It's killing my throat. Shit. I don't know why. I'm just endlessly amused by the phrase Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Same. You know, I never understood what it meant. I still don't know what Bob's your uncle means. Mike Myers, if you listen to this show, send me a text. Just just tell me what the fuck Bob's <laughs> your uncle is. Um, you guys ready for a brief, brief news? Sure. Yes. 
most of this is kind of like things people have discovered that weren't announced that kind of have trickled out. Let's first of all start with today's news drop. We have Disney's 100th celebration from Lego. Brickheads featuring Oswald, Lucky Rabbit, Mickey, Snow White, and Tinkerbell. Um, as far as I know, Disney's still keeping copyrights because it's the mouse. Uh, Super 7 is doing a Descendants figure, which they've done several. We also have, from Joy Toy, Warhammer 40K, Chaos Crimson, Slaughter Space Marines. Ooh, Mike, give them your yeah. money. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'll be getting the, the Crimson ones. Uh, I want the original Chaos Marines, but they will definitely be getting my money for the Necrons. I, uh, I kind of want all of the Necrons. <laughs> Uh, you know, I look at these and it's like, I can see it. They're, they're hiding a lot of articulation with that giant bulky ass Warhammer armor. You know, the funny thing with that is like the, the way the shoulders are jointed, they kind of like pull out slightly. So if you want to like, a, like aim their gun, like to the side so that you can pull their arm out a little bit and still move it up. So the, the shoulder pauldron articulates over the rest of the armor. So you can pose them in in a ton of different ways. Yeah, and that, that stuff does not at all hinder it. It's they crazy. Look badass. There's a ton of Warhammer stuff. The Crimson Chaos Marines will cost you forty. Two packs of Necrons are going to set you back sixty one ninety nine. Hit up Big Bad Toy Store. We are not getting paid for this promotion, but the link <laughs> to the news brought me there. So if you're curious what they cost, um, I suggest going there. Some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle news, which kind of I'm liking the art style choices that they are going with. I think it's going to be like uh, an Into the Spider-Verse animation mm-hmm. CG mix. But there are some RC toys that have leaked that give you a better look of what the turtles look like. Uh, no drastic changes. Uh, yeah. So if you're expecting like Rise of the TMNT, uh, you're not going to get it. You, I mean, they all look a little different, but it's nothing crazy. Um. So that is coming out, and they all have their proper shades of green that I can tell. Do 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 do. I think that is it. Oh, uh, Hasbro is showing off the first assortment of Honor Among Thing Honor Among Thieves action figures, and if you're not surprised, these look like shit. These look like the old Warhammer action figures that were buried deep inside every Toys R Us that closed down because nobody would buy them. Um, <laughs> And uh, in other Dungeons and Dragons news, the animated figures that I believe are going to be exclusive to Target and online are breaking out of the package. Yep. For everybody. Yep. So yep. Yep. You buy them, you move the joints, and they just explode in your hands because Hasbro can suck a big fat dick. Makes me uh, very happy that I uh, I canceled my pre-order for the gelatinous cube because if the quality is that crap. I'm just going to wait for it to hit clearance and then pick one up. Yeah. Like, there is zero reason you need to pay full price for these fucking toys. Yeah. Yep. They, and Hasbro is sending out promo picks of this first wave, like, get them on Amazon now. Even their promo picks look like garbage. So if they can't be bothered to make their promo picks look good and hide, like, the cheap plastic on, who's this guy, Forge, his arm... Uh, where it looks like the arm is about to fall off, they just don't give a shit. They want your money. They know that you can't see what's inside the plastic, like the the packaging without the plastic now. 
mm-hmm. and they got you hook, line, and sinker. Speaking of which, I bought one of the budget Star Wars toys. I found it on Christmas clearance at Walgreens. So I picked up a Stormtrooper. Had a whopping total of four points of articulation. The shoulders, the head, and the waist. In my mind, in the packaging, it shows that he had hips, too. He did not. But in my brain, it's like you can't mess up a Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. He's only painted on the front. There's no paint on the back. He's just stark white. Uh, the gun does not come out of his hand. And he's a cheap piece of shit. So if you see these guys are in a box, they're plasticless, plasticless packaging, and you're thinking, oh, these are like three and three quarter. They're not. These are like the budget ones you find at Family Dollar. Uh, and don't. And how much are they selling them for? I got mine for three fifty, but I think they're seven bucks normally, like six ninety nine. Oh, that's such bullshit. That's yeah. about three dollars too much. Yeah. Yeah. They should be free. Um, there are two special edition Electric Mayhem reaction figures coming out from Reaction in Dr. Teeth and Animal. Did I get that right? I always say yes. Yep. Now, I want to know why Dr. Teeth comes with his with his keyboard, but Animal does not come with his drums. I don't know. And all the pictures has Animal's drums in the background. But these are clear, glittery plastic for some weird reason. Uh, They're, apparently, it's just the first release to celebrate like them having the Muppets license that are that okay. glittery plastic. And they then look, they're going to do them afterwards in the regular colors. They look cool. The packaging is super, super cool. Um, I can only guess that Animal doesn't come with a drum kit because it's too big. Um, if there's a way, Super 7 will find it. Uh, I have complete faith that they're not out here to, like, screw you out of Animal's drum kit. Um, Storm Collectibles is teasing a new Goro figure. Um, I like looking at Storm Collectibles. I don't own any Storm Collectibles. We I've been have, temp- tempted so many times. Yeah, it's one of those things that's like, if I had, if I made twice as much money and I had, my house was twice as big. Mm-hmm. I would have a Storm Collectibles collection to go next to my high-end statues. Uh, Trick or Treat finally put up the Killer Clowns from Outer Space figures on pre-order, and the pictures they released looked better than the initial pictures that came out during New York Comic Con. Uh, also, they have some three-inch offerings of note would be um, Children of the Corn, a two-pack mm-hmm. with Malachi and Job. They also have so, that uh, Haunt pack coming out. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Haunt yet. Oh, oh, God, you got to watch that. Um, wait, no, yeah, I've seen Haunt with um, the the little dude plays Dr. Death um, who works with Rob Zombie all the time. Or is that the six inch figures? Um, oh, crap. It wouldn't be an episode of Count Creepy Head without me pausing to look something up on the Internet. Trick Tree Studios pre-orders. So we have children of the. Trolling Cord, Malachi, and Job. That begins shipping. You didn't, you didn't say it right. Malachi. 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 <laughs> okay, I haven't seen Haunt, and there are three different two packs. So we've got Clown of the Devil, the Ghost and the Zombie, and the Vampire and the Witch. That's the one where it's like um, a real life haunted attraction that yeah, they try to kill you. 
it's like an extreme haunt um, where people think that it's just, uh, you know, they're, they're just going to be really scared or it's going to they're really going to fuck with them. And yeah, they basically kill the people that go to the haunted house. I'll check it out. It's 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 solid, like especially if you're the type of person that goes to haunted houses, having that in the back of your head when you go to one is just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> it's creepy. But I've always told you, like, I'm a dickhead, and I like to just point out, like, oh, that's a thing from Trick or Treat Studios. Uh, <laughs> the other two pack is Candy Corn, uh, Jacob, and Dr. Death. And Dr. Mm. Death is played by the guy who works with Rob Zombie. Uh, he played, like, the tiny Hitler in 31. Oh, yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about. I forget his um, name. Pablo. The dude's, yeah, Pablo. He's, the dude's awesome. He's got, like, a great voice. He's sort of yeah. like uh, Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Um, bu- 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 lost my place. NECA has showed off the Krampus figure that they've teased previously, but now there's a better look at it um, that they showed off on Christmas. Everyone from Gargoyles is getting a figure, apparently. Um, that got leaked. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but a couple of people in, in some of the different NECA groups have been sharing a really funny meme. Because that? originally Krampus was teased last Christmas mm-hmm. as <laughs> being available in 2022. And obviously it wasn't. So this Christmas they teased a new better look at Krampus. So Next Christmas, we're probably going to get a close-up of his face. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've had this assumption that NECA has been playing it safe because of the economy and like fluctuating prices and things like that. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't mind a year off of buying tons of NECA stuff. Mm. So if they want to take a break, go ahead. We're cool. But if you're making money on Ninja Turtles and Gargoyles and things like that, Universal Monsters... Go ahead. I can wait a little bit longer for the thing and Krampus and things like that. Um, but everything from Gargoyles, except for the Gargoyles, repainted in stone. But they have, like, video game Goliath, and, like, they're doing all their old tricks. Lots more super obscure Ninja Turtle stuff coming out. Like, it's getting to the point where, like, I have no clue what the fuck they're making from the cartoon yeah, on- Mirage. Honestly, uh, most of the cartoon stuff at this point, I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a hardcore audience out there for it, so good for them. Uh, they showed off London After Midnight. They confirmed it, and Nosferatu for their uh, and Universal Phantom Monsters. of the Opera. Yeah, and Phantom of the Opera, and uh, better look at the Bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an Ultimate Fiend coming out, which is pretty cool because it's got like several changeable heads. Uh, I think that is super cool. Hasbro showed off Franklin Richards. Nobody gives a shit. You know, uh, a better look at Ronan the Cuser. Nobody gives a shit. Nope. There's no more Walgreens exclusives. Nobody gives a shit. No. Nope. Everything is more expensive. You're getting less. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are coming back out with new pinless technology and one more piece of paint. I don't know why, but my brain just flashed to a stupid moment in UHF with the uh, the homeless guy next to the blind guy doing the Rubik's Cube. Yes. This is this it. Nope. Nope. This is exactly. it. Nope. Um, it's going to take Hasbro a good year and a half to write the ship if they realize what they're doing is wrong. Uh, so I'd expect several years of bullshit from Hasbro before they kind of get their head out of their ass. Well, as, uh, a, as a quick side note on Hasbro, I, I didn't bring it up in, in show and tell because... They're, you know, all things considered, they're pretty, pretty new uh, in my stuff. And I have way too many things to talk about. 
But I picked up both the Dark Trooper and the Halloween Edition Clone Trooper. What's your thoughts? The only reason I purchased either one of them is because they were on super clearance. Mm -hmm. Now, I really like both of them. The Dark Trooper, I am insulted that Hasbro wanted $31.99 for it. Yep. Like, insulted. That's an insulting price for that figure. I got him for 12 bucks. For 12 bucks, I fucking love him. Although, I am a little bit annoyed that the three and three fourth inch one has light piping. And the yeah. six inch does not. <laughs> um, and, you know, the Halloween edition clone trooper, like, okay, yeah, he comes with more accessories than your average figure. But for God's sake, $28? No. No. Uh, yeah. I paid I paid eight for him for eight dollars. I love him. I love the Halloween themed uh, paper wrapping. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Count Porgula. Which is really the main reason I got it. <laughs> um, I will I will say that mine has a slight issue in that he doesn't like to balance well. Mm. And I don't understand it because. There's no reason like it's come on Hasbro. It's a standard six-inch fucking clone trooper. Why am I having balance issues? That is weird, because mine, mine's fine. Mine stands fine. Yeah, I feel like the ankle, something's off with the ankles on mine. But regardless, like, for, for eight bucks, I'm not unhappy. Like, I'll lean him against something, because he's just going to stand there and look like a cool skeleton trooper. But my greater point is, like, I have such little faith in Hasbro Star Wars product now that I will not buy it unless it's on clearance. Yeah. See, now I did actually pay full price for both of those. Um, the the uh, Dark Trooper was one of those ones I pre-ordered because I was just super excited about a toy of it coming out. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling you, I think on this show, I even said, like, it's a great figure, but it there's no reason that it should have been more than $25. Like, 25 is the cap that that should have been it it's it's no reason for a deluxe figure at all but it's a great it's a great android figure like if you want a good creepy like terminator style robot that dark trooper figure is awesome um and then the the uh, halloween trooper that i got that was one of those like i was just having a bad day and i was like ooh, fun toy i want it and immediately was like uh i shouldn't have spent that much money on it um Again, great looking figure, like you said. But yeah, the, the price is insulting. The only cool clearance I found, other than that, I sent you guys a picture. I found Blackout at a good price. Mm -hmm. It's all been the, the Jawa from Obi-Wan, which See, is I, okay. hilariously overpriced to begin with. Now he's in Markdown, and he's still overpriced. See, now I did get the, um, uh, the He-Man 40th anniversary uh, figure for ten dollars or ten ninety nine and that was I mean honestly for full price he's a nice figure but for eleven dollars oh hell yeah it's a yeah. really good figure um I also did find uh, as far as clearance goes the uh I forget their names now the Inquisitors from the Obi-Wan show um yeah. the I got the two of the uh two of the Inquisitors of from the retro figures for five dollars a piece those are worth it. Uh, the only one that's kind of a redundant figure is Obi-Wan. 
Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Darth Vader is kind of like the sleeper in that set. They're all really cool, though. Um, let me keep rocking with the news here. Uh, Naughty or Nice Wave 2 was announced, so I was saving this for when I got to this. I picked up Zombie Santa from Naughty or Nice, which is the Fresh Monkey Fiction, which is Big Bad Toy Store's, like, their own action figure company now. Mm-hmm. Amazing quality. Like, heavy, high-quality plastic. All the joints are super tight. All every, Everything pops out, goes back in beautifully, paints amazing, awesome figures, awesome price. I went back and pre-ordered regular Santa and a mall Santa, who is part of the second wave. Um, there is a, like, beat-up ass-kicker Santa that's coming out. There is another shirtless Krampus uh, among other things, uh, if you you like, if you want a Santa action figure, get one of these. They're fucking awesome. It comes with everything you need for accessories and then some. So, Zombie Santa, you can make two different figures. You can make like an evil Santa and a zombie Santa. Like he's got two heads, two hands, um, plus like a plate of black cookies, a, pl- a glass of milk, coal. It's cool. So um, the only thing I wasn't sure on, I wanted your guys' opinions. I need a Krampus. It's like mm-hmm. you can't have Santa without Krampus now. Yes, I'll get the neck of Krampus, but that doesn't feel like it fits into a regular classic Santa action figure. Like, I don't picture those two fighting. Right. Should I get Naughty or Nice's Krampus? Or should I get the Four Horsemen Krampus? That comes with the basket with the kid inside of it, and he's got like the reeds for whipping you. Mm. That figure obscura. And then further to the point, do you need red Krampus or black Krampus? Uh, that's a good question. I that I would really probably is. go with the four horsemen one personally. I think so. That's uh, what I'm gonna do. And I think black Krampus. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually picture Krampus with like the black fur. Yeah. And all uh, that, what is so. what does Jess think? Oh, she loves all the different types of Krampuses. Okay, but, but she's like the expert. Um, I mean, yeah, I uh, she's not around me, so I can't really ask her. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to assume she would say the black Krampus. So I, that's probably what I'm going to get. I was going to get it. I got it like two days before Christmas, and I was like, I need a Krampus right now. But then I realized that like in July, a Krampus figure is going to be much cheaper. Right. Than it would in December, so I'm just going to wait. Um, but they're cool. I highly recommend them. I actually ordered like other fresh monkey fiction stuff. Cause I was like, okay, I'm convinced that these guys, hopefully it's not just like, we got to make our first ones look cool and they don't slip in quality. Cause I was very, very, very impressed. Like, this is what I, when I expect when I spend $30 on an action figure, this is the quality I want. Right. And oh, another thing is their packaging is marble legends packaging. Like identical. So I don't know if they went to the same factory or what, but that's what you should get. That's what you're getting with that plastic visor. It's mm. not plastic free. So uh, pretty cool. Lastly, there was some rumors that came out over the holidays that have been shot down. Hasbro is not doing the Dragonfly for a Haslab. Uh, so a rumor went out uh, after the success of the Hiss Tank. Their next one was going to be a three-foot-long dragonfly helicopter with a bunch of figures for 300 bucks and up. Not happening. Um, another rumor that came out was that McFarlane Toys got the rights to do Ninja Turtles action figures. 
That, too, has been proven to be fake. Uh, the news came from some sort of internal listing on an Australian department store that had SKUs listed for uh, stores to order. Whoever did it entered it wrong and put it in as McFarlane and not Playmates. So fear not, McFarlane is not doing uh, Ninja Turtle stuff. And if you don't believe me, Todd would be the first person to jump on that and promote the fuck out of it the minute news leaked. Oh, that's and true. He would call them like, you know, he would fuck it up in typical Todd fashion and say something sexist and racist and get the names wrong. <laughs> So, you know, he'd be like, yeah, we got those turtle hockey players there with their uh, their Korean. They're really good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Josh, I can ask you if you have any Transformers or He-Man Origins news because you're our go-to guy. Well, they're, uh, although we don't have exact, uh, you know, exact time breakdowns, we do have a whole bunch of Transformers leaks, one of which uh, I'm personally very excited about. We are going to be getting our first Studio Series 86 Commander class. In Studio Series 86 Commander class Ultra Magnus. Nice. I I gotta say, if they, they do this right, yeah, I'll throw the money at it. Because I, I enjoy Ultra Magnus. I don't have a big connection to him, but I have a weird love of him. And yeah, if they get right, if they get a commander class of Magnus right, if he can actually, if he actually has a working car carrier trailer that can convert into his armor, I'm sold. Yeah. Uh, there have also been uh, leaks confirming the earlier rumor of uh, the upcoming uh, Voyager, sorry, blanked for a moment, Voyager class bludgeon will, in fact, be a heavy, heavy retool of the Voyager-class Tarn. I'm hopeful it'll still look cool. I am a little blah on it being just a retool, but that's just because I love Bludgeon. Uh, you know, they can do amazing things with the retools. Also confirmed that we will be getting a Voyager-class Studio Series 86 swoop this year. Ooh. Uh, I believe they're going to be finishing off the Dinobots. Nice. Uh, which means one, uh, which means swoop uh, to keep him in scale with the others is Voyager. Uh, and then the last one, I'm blanking on the name, uh, the Stegosaurus. Oh, that's the one I always forget uh, too. <laughs> would be another leader class. Mm. Uh, but we are apparently getting all of them. And we are apparently getting the other two Insecticons in Legacy Evolution. Good. Nice. Um, Another interesting leak is, obviously, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts will have its own toy line. Okay. Uh, separate, you know, separate from uh, Legacy or even Studio Series. But concurrently, at the same time, Studio Series will have releases from Rise of the Beasts. So, so far, Battle Trap and the Air Razor that looks like it's just a retool of Kingdom Air Razor are both the Studio Series releases, which are uh, Studio Series 23, because they're from a 2023 movie. So they're actually starting to label them with numbers now. Uh, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. 
so those are the Studio Series versions, whereas the Air Razor with the completely unique mold is part of the actual Rise of the Beasts toy line. Battletrap is the tow truck? Yeah. He's one of the... I think those they've won the two cool ones. Um, um, and there have also cool. been pictures leaked of... Uh, sorry, mind, mind blank for a moment. Of a leader class Scourge. No confirmation on whether or not he is going to be part of the Rise of the Beast line or the studio series, but holy crap, he looks good. Uh, he is obviously mistransformed, but they've got it kind of almost half transformed in a way where you can see all of the engineering in his chest. And it just looks like really cool, unique engineering. I'm probably, I'm probably in for the, I don't even know what they're calling them this time around. I think they're calling them the Terracons. What, what is he? Is he a truck? Yeah, he's, he is essentially, I, I, the idea is that they've, kind of combine both versions of Scourge in the Transformers universe. Okay. Because there's one version of Scourge that is the Herald of Unicron that's kind of like the blue flying bathtub. Yeah. And he has the the fun mustache. Uh, And then there's Scourge, which is the evil Optimus Prime that's usually like black and red. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I know. So this kind of has the truck alt mode of evil Optimus Prime and has the proportions of evil Optimus Prime without being like an evil mirror of him. Okay. Uh, But is called Scourge, leader of the Terracons, Herald of Unicron. So they've they've kind of combined both ideas of of the character, and I'm I'm very okay with that. Cool. Uh, And then us... Yep, on to He-Man news, which, uh, whoo, boy, there's some good stuff. I'm going to start off with third-party news. I sent you guys the picture earlier. Uh, Ramen Toys has dropped the first colored sample of their Dolph Lundgren head. Oh, yeah. I don't care what it costs. This That that head is what convinced me to get the Masterverse movie He-Man. I was probably going to get it anyway. I was a little bit on the fence because it was like... I like him, I want him, because I'm getting Skeletor, but the heads just aren't great. Yeah. Uh, but that ramen toys head, holy shit, man, that's just Dolph Lundgren. Uh, so, bravo, ramen toys. I, I am excited to throw money at you for Dolph Lundgren head. This is the same company, by the way, that um, as soon as the HasLab Hell Charger failed, they were like, hey, look, we're doing a car that's not the Hell Charger. Hmm. Uh, and it was quite a bit more reasonably priced for what it was. Um, but anyway, so there's unofficial mas- uh, Masters news. Then official Masters news, uh, Too Bad is starting to leak out of different online retailers. Uh, most people have been finding the Masterverse Too Bad from, I think, Palmart store. Yep. Which is about 10 bucks more than retail if you want him early. Or if you just want to wait. You, he'll probably clog the shelves like Beastman does. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is leaking out early. Big Bad Toy Store is shipping out all of the new Masterverse stuff. Uh, the Roboto wave, the Masterverse uh, movie wave of He-Man and Skeletor, uh, all of the Snake stuff has started shipping. Uh, 
Uh, next wave has already officially been dropped. That is wave, what are we at? Wave 12 now? I don't yeah, count. Wave 12, because uh, wave 11 was the first Snake Man. It is Tongue Lash or Snake Armor Skeletor Mini Comic Roboto and Hypno from Rulers of the Sun. Cool. Uh, fun side note. Hypno is uh, just to just to continue on their generic racism. Uh, <laughs> Hypno's power is being Egyptian, but he is the exact same mold as Boltman with different armor. Uh, but he's quote unquote Egyptian. Uh, well, they're, anyway, they're <laughs> keeping it to the old toys. Um, the there is someone someone in the HeMan.org forums who has pretty accurate insider info. Um, it's the same person that like gave the super early leaks of the Masterverse waves that now are just shipping, like with Frosta and Catra and all that. Okay. Um, so definitely has a good track record for getting things right, even if things take a while to come out. Uh, this same person has confirmed that the summer deluxe wave which apparently a few European retailers have already put up pre-orders for, of Origins will consist of Dragon Blaster, Skeletor, and Snake Face. Ooh, baby. Ooh. The Fall Wave will consist of Squeeze and TBD, who is rumored to be Extendar. Ooh. <laughs> uh, no confirmation on the later wave. That's still kind of heavy rumor, but he uh, he said that it's 100% confirmed that the summer wave is Snake Face and Skeletor for the so deluxe. Dirty to me. So, fuck yeah. Um, no, interestingly enough, no current vehicle or beast rumors past Skeletor with Screech. And apparently it is going to be a Leo decoed Skeletor. Ooh. So it will be, you know, a, a nice. Skeletor variant that comes with it. The Skeleton Warrior 2-pack will not be Mattel Creations. That is a retail release. Oh, nice. And that is slated to come in the fall. There is a rumored Snake Man 4-pack. Actually, I shouldn't say rumored. It's pretty much confirmed at this point. Uh, although who is in it is rumored to be a variant of Snake Armored He-Man. Two snake troopers who are essentially the snake horde troopers, uh, and then an unnamed snake man. Uh, no confirmation on whether that's a snake man that they haven't named, or you know, like if it's just like a random snake man or just a snake man that they haven't like officially, yeah, said like, hey, it's terror, you know, right? Queen Slither. Or whatever but, her uh, name is there. Yeah, it's probably a blue snake man or something. Yeah, I would I would guess one of the things, like one of the customs we saw at San Diego Comic-Con. Cool. Uh, so yeah, lots of lots of good Motu stuff. I'm a little surprised we haven't seen any new pre-orders pop up. Because it is, you know, they do usually suddenly just come out of nowhere on January 1st, but... yeah. But, you know, we do know there's a good amount of things coming, so maybe that's, uh, maybe they don't feel feel the need as much to get that upfront push of, like, oh, yeah, we're good for the year. 
I think, uh, I mean, it's smart on Mattel's behalf if this is what's going on, but I think a lot of the companies have to get their inventory backlog worked out before they start announcing new stuff. So kind of maybe like sit on things for a little bit um, before you go announcing like, this is coming summer of whatever, because you've got like three waves that haven't hit yet yeah. because you had buzz off clogging pegs. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, to be fair, we're we're on wave 11 right now that's starting to ship out. Wave 12 is already basically confirmed. Mm. Uh, not basically, it is just is confirmed because Mattel has released the product images. So we know what wave 12 is. We know we've got Snake Mountain coming this year. We know we've got the Skeleton Warriors. We know we've got more Snake Men. We know we've got uh, Moss Man coming in the fall as a Walmart exclusive. So there's like there's a lot of stuff that has been announced already as coming this year that maybe they just don't feel the need anymore to be like, hey, here's what's coming this year. Pay for it now. Yeah, that's cool. But that's the truth. I speaking of of masters, I do have to comment that the. Uh, the Masterverse Stratos actually has me really excited. Like, I, I never get excited for a Stratos figure, but he looks really cool. The gas mask. Not yeah, only that, but does, the, the, way his, the way his jetpack looks and the, the paint apps on the little feather skirt. Like, it's just, it's a really nicely put together Stratos. Like, I really like him. So I'm like, well, hell, I guess I'm going to be buying another Stratos. Yep. Cool. Yeah, there, so, there's lots of good stuff coming. That's it for the news. Um, I got one last bit of advice for you, you fucking puppy kickers. You ready? Of course. <laughs> yes. All right. Listen, your old buddy Megatron Applesauce Leprosy is uh, here for one last tip with you, for you to have. You, uh... Any of you guys know anybody that lives on uh, Grand Island or in uh, the, the falls there, Niagara Falls, where they throw uh, the crackheads in the water? Yeah, a couple. I think I might. Do, uh, you know, it snows out. You don't like to go shopping. You don't like to go get your chicken wings, your hoagies. So you get the DoorDash or you get the, the Uber Eats. But you're thinking, oh, Jesus, I still have to pay for delivery fees. Fuck, what am I going to do, right? So you get you get your meatball sub and your large big gulp from 7-Eleven, but you don't want to pay for it. So what do you do? How do you tip your driver when you're a cheap fucker like me? Well, let me tell you what. This is what you do. You know, it's more valuable than cash. What? Your poetry. Oh. <laughs> tip your driver with spoken word poetry. Or if you're like me and you got like a napkin and a crayon, right? Roses are red. Violets are blue. I had five dollars, Don, but the joke's on you. <laughs> Boom, you're good to go. So uh, you know, tip accordingly, and then make sure to take the food and slam the door and, and close the blinds. Yep, you're welcome. And this is your petty crime corner from uh, your friend Megatron Applesauce Leprosy. Nobody knows who I am. Complete mystery. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I was not expecting the bye. Um, 
Oh, let damn. me look at the notes. What do you guys have for goals for collecting in 2023? Do you have any? Um, uh, oh, go ahead, Mike. I, I was going to say not really, other than just try to be a little more selective. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's... um. I, I plan on not only not only being more selective, but uh, definitely there's there's definitely more that I want to pare down. Like I love having the amount of space we have for me to have these things, uh, but I still feel like there are things that I can cut back on. Yeah, I'm definitely getting rid of stuff. Uh, the next thing I'm getting rid of are my sideshows because uh, they're not making them anymore. And I'm not buying them. I'm not because they're at like hot toys prices now. Yeah. Mm. So like I'm not spending five hundred dollars on a twelve inch figure. They used to be like sixty. Right. Um, yeah. They're not going to make the rest of the Jasons or Freddies. So like I can get rid of ninety nine percent of the ones that I have. Like I, I I'm not going to keep them. That's right. stupid. I have all their boxes. You know, it's like hit the road. I'll probably keep Vlad the Impaler. I think he's my favorite of all the ones that I bought. But the rest, I mean, I got, like, when they did them back in the day, they had, like, if you were an early buyer, you got, like, an extra accessory. And I did that with most of them. Uh, so I'm sure I can kind of flip them for a good price. Um, as always, I can get rid of more Funkos, things like that. Um, but my goal this year, like, I had a goal last year of getting all the monsters in my pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a complete first series of Garbage Pail Kids. Out. Which is a uh, pain in the ass, like monsters in my pocket, um, because there's A's and B's of everybody, like two names, uh, and some of them are like highly sought after. Uh, yep, including my favorite garbage fill kid, Adam Bomb. Uh, but second to him is Nasty Nick, the vampire. So um, I bought myself an Adam Bomb to start, and then I'm gonna get Blasted Billy, the Nasty Nick. And kind of chip away at the hard stuff, and then I can do like a big lot of everything else. Um, and then after that, like the rest of the Garbage Pill Kids series are very easy to get. Um, it's that first series, even when I was a kid, the first series was a pain in the ass to get. Um, so yeah, that's my goal. I'm only going to set one goal, and then everything else is just going to be you know, when I finish that up. I'll figure something else out that I'm going to do. Uh, I've always wanted to complete the slug zombies. So maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Um, but also at that time, Josh is probably going to be up and swinging at full speed. So maybe my cash will just go to Josh. <laughs> Who knows? Um, do you guys want to change anything about the show in 2023? Are we doing um, good? You like our format? Yeah, I think I mean, it's got a pretty good flow right now. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah, that I was think, exciting. I, I think as far as like goals go, I, I collecting goals specifically, uh, I I know I want to focus heavily on uh, Motu and Transformers. Those are my big focuses now. Yeah, yeah I'd say if if I'm focusing on anything really, it's probably the the Joy Toy stuff that I'm cherry picking. Um, and then, yeah, I've been, I'm still getting my transformers. So I would always like to go, um, get the TMNT, the 2012 lineup complete. I might do that. Um, 
but if I might like, you know, I might like that Mutant Mayhem movie mm-hmm. a lot, and I'll go back and get that. I don't know. Uh, speaking of the 2012 Ninja Turtles, I did just get my uh, complete series in the mail the other day. I did nice. too. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, I've been like, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV shows like you guys. I just, it's hard for mm-hmm. me to find the time. Uh, so the only thing I've been keeping up with is Willow. And uh, great show still, by the way. Uh, I, I still need to watch it. But on my phone, I've got Disney Plus, so I've been watching the old Avengers cartoon. There was a second one. There was two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just good, quick, 20-minute episodes of like superheroes and supervillains beating the shit out of each other. That's all I've been watching. Uh, oh, Hello? Did, I, did I lose you? I don't think so. Oh, oh. okay. I thought you were going to be like some bits of Josh wisdom. Um. Cool. So, guys, you ready for the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Yes. And then we will head out a little early. Omega Supreme won. And for this week's theme, I thought we would do Korean cover bands. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to be Korean Clearwater Revival. But... <laughs> um, no, you guys have picks, though? Uh, yeah. So, who had Mike? I think you had Omega Supreme. I did indeed. You got your pick? Yeah, um, I'm going to be going with, with uh, not really obscure, but one that I don't know that will get a lot of votes. But uh, it, I was thinking about, you know, okay, you know when you're a kid and you get all your Christmas gifts and then you have money to burn mm-hmm. and you, you can't wait to go to the toy store to get whatever Christmas present you didn't get? Yeah. Yep. The, the one that sticks out in my mind was the turtle copter. Now, this was one of those vehicles that... Uh, I wanted super bad and my parents like they didn't apparently they didn't find it or couldn't find it Um, because my mom even said she's like I know you really wanted that but we couldn't find it so one of my Christmas gifts was money to get it when I could find it so like the whole first week of January I remember going to like KB and Child's World and Walmart trying to find this thing and then eventually finding it at KB Uh, so the turtle copter is one of those like one of those toys I always think of in January. So that's my my pick. That's a great pick. I, yeah. Yeah, that really is. Turtles had the best vehicles. Oh, they really did. I loved the foot skateboard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm just thinking that now. I used to love launching lighter toys off of the foot. The, the cheap skate. I loved it. Yep. Um, Josh, what do you got? Um, I'm I'm going. I think it's mainly because I'm I'm just in snake fever right now uh but i'm gonna go king hiss still hasn't one good idea bringing old, him back you're talking old school king hiss correct oh yeah old, old okay. school king hiss because yeah. you know not not a lot of people i i hear a lot of people trashing king hiss's snake form for being like not enough or not imposing but man as a kid being able to like literally unleash a snake from within king hiss was fucking cool yes oh hell yes yes you know like as as an adult yeah okay his arms are kind of shrimpy right but as a kid that didn't fucking matter you took the sleeves off and he had snake arms Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like if there's a way to engineer this obviously they didn't do it you know those Easter candies where you like it's a gear and you grind it and it opens up like an egg starts spinning. Yes, 
and you can see a chickadee oh, yeah. inside of it. Wouldn't it be cool if they had a King Hiss where you could press a button and his upper torso exploded? It kind of fell oh, man, the that'd side. be cool as hell. And then there's the King Hiss. That would be awesome. That'd be sweet. Um, here's my pick. It's gonna be a tight one, I think. Um, hasn't won yet, and I feel like it just needs to be in there. And that's classic old school '77 Darth Vader. Oh Ooh. yeah, that's gonna um, be hard, hard to beat. Not the best figure, but it's the only Darth Vader we had. Yeah, they never updated him. Shit, uh, I love me King Hiss, and I'm probably gonna vote for Vader. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, like yeah, v- Vader's. That's like a. How do you not vote for Vader? And I don't think the original or the Hasbro counter one that came out afterwards in the 90s mm. was better because he was too jacked. Yeah. Like, it took him a long time to get the right Vader that was yeah, like, I don't, so... I don't think perfect. it was until, like, the articulated, vintage-carded Vader that they really got him right in the modern line. Yeah, they always... There's always, like, the cloak was messing something up or he had a gimmick. Uh, for a long time, my favorite was the Attack of Clones one that came with Luke, where he could chop his hand off. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. just, you know, it didn't look right because it was meant to swing the lightsaber. Um, so yeah, classic Vader with or without the little pull tab because every kid bit it off. Um, <laughs> but that's my pick. All right, guys, uh, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're doing, but we'll be back. Same shit. We'll be back with toys. And That's more right. Korean cover bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was unintentional. I see <laughs> bad moon rising. I see trouble underway. <laughs> oh, 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 I so think nice. we in for nasty weather. <laughs> I want to hear the moon on the rise. I want to hear their cover of Fortunate Son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's such a cliche, but it's in every fucking war movie. You see the copters and you hear Fortunate Son. It's bound to take your life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we definitely lost a couple listeners. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just funny. Okay, everybody. It's okay. We just a shitty cover band. (laughs) <laughs> shitty walk oh god <laughs> Ooh, uh, goddamn Korean cover pants tear down my shitty wolf alright <laughs> <laughs> guys we'll be back next week same shitty time same shitty channel goodbye <laughs> goodbye bye <laughs>
Countcreepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.